I'm trying to give him that Louis Vuitton kind of experience, you know? Even if you buy like the same thing, like this, this blade, you know, you just bought it for $10, you wouldn't value it as much as if you were to buy it for 3000 Yep. Um, but as far as mindset, uh, you know, I'm a lot more confident in uh, charging higher now, you know, um, not afraid to like trying to downplay everything. I, I always thought people were more price conscious, but I found out that more people are caring more about like the, the, the emotion side of it and how you connect with them. Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. So I got a pretty cool episode coming up here. I always love when I can bring one of my successful students on the show here that you guys can learn from. Uh, I don't want you to have some biased view of, oh, of course, he's bringing on his students to try upsell us on his coaching. I'm literally wanting to show you how your mindset can change when you work with a guide who's further ahead than you. But also to that, when you have this humility as Ben has and this posture of I'm literally here, I'm coachable, I'm showing up, I'm going to put in the work. It's super cool to see what's possible. You know, it's easy just to tell someone, oh, do marketing, do this, do that. But, you know, that's only that's only part of the equation where the rubber meets the road is really in the execution. So you kind of need a coach saying, hey, do this, watch out for this, go do this over here, uh, go do that here, take this system. But you also need someone taking massive action and putting it into place. So that's why I'm so honored to have my student Ben come on this show. Um, he's going to be sharing some of his insights, how it's going. Uh, he is in his pressure washing business journey into entrepreneurship officially one year as of today, which is super cool. And uh, I'm really happy to bring him on the show and share some of his insights that he's seeing out there uh, in the home service space. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation with Ben Wynn all the way from Austin, Texas. Without further ado, I'm going to introduce Ben and we're going to dive right into it. Here we go. What is up, Podcast Nation? Dave Mormon, home service business coach with another fresh episode coming at you. I have got my friend, Mr. Ben Wynn, all the way from Austin, Texas. Ben, how are things going today? Everything's going good today. Um, hope yours is as well. Yeah, man. It's it's better because I get to talk to you. I'm I'm looking forward to this. I know you wrote me back right away. I said, Ben, you're coming on the the podcast and within like five minutes you're like, Yeah, book book me in. So this is uh this is gonna be a, a fun chat. Uh, you know, true true to your last name, uh win, you know, you are you are winning then in this pressure washing space and I just wanted to highlight you to our audience and uh, kind of brag on you um, a little bit. So for Ben's uh, background, guys, we'll get into it. But Ben is the uh, the founder and CEO at Full Color Cleaners. Uh, he's based in Austin, Texas. And Ben, you're rolling into uh, this is, I guess, your first like 
full year though running this business, right? Right. So this, we just, uh, I think today is actually like the birthday of the business. So no way. This is, this is the one year? Yeah, this is the one year. And then um, we're going on to our second now. Man, well, congrats on the on the first year. I should send you a, a birthday cake or something. I know at Revive, we always make a big deal of the birthday and do like cookies or cake or something fun like that. So uh, that that's amazing. We got you on the uh, on the one year mark. Congrats on uh, your success so far. Thank you so much. So tell the listeners, Ben, um, you know, you got like, what got you into the pressure washing industry? Do you have a background in business? Um, and for those of you who, who are wondering, Ben is uh, partners in this business with his brother, uh, Chi. So tell us kind of what got you into this, uh, into this industry. So before this, I was doing a lot of just like how other young kids my age are doing that they're watching YouTube and they see like, Oh, you know, you can do e-commerce and then you make passive income. You can go into the Caribbean and just sip some drinks. No, I, I like that. And I definitely um, caught my attention and that's how I got into the whole entrepreneurship stuff. Uh, little as little did I know it's like really, really hard to do all that stuff too. All businesses are hard. Um, I also had a, and you know, uh, when I was doing that, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't going anywhere, really. You know, um, I didn't understand anything about business. I didn't understand anything about like making money on online or even running a business or anything like that. And then I had a friend who was uh, in San Diego, and he was try- he did this for about two three years, and he was making like twenty thousand a month doing home service business. This is just doing it himself. You know, he didn't have like a, a, a crew or anything like that. And he made a course uh, just to get people into this whole thing and just live your life, make, your, make, make enough money to live on it and just enjoy life. And I was like, you know, that's better than what I'm doing right now. So mm-hmm. I might as well just jump in. And I'm, I'm kind of like a very impulsive person. So if I see something that I like, I'm just like, I got to go get it. <laughs> I got to yeah. go, you know, so. That's um, awesome. Keep, yeah. keep, keep going. Sorry. And a uh, quick question. Was that uh, our, our buddy Bobby's course or was that a different course? It was a different one. Uh, his name is David Stubert. Okay. Um, his, his, I, I think he's still trying to sell it more now. Um, it's, it's going good. You know, it, it really gets you into the door and it actually makes you money. Where if you're somebody who's trying to make enough money just to live and enjoy your life, like a young kid, you know, you can do that. Uh, eventually, you'll run into like you, David Mormon, you know, who run like a, a whole systems kind of business, and that 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 caught my attention a lot more. And uh, here I am, you know. Yeah, man, that's amazing. So this, um, this Mr. Stubert, is that like business training or is that in the pressure washing space? He does uh, home service. So he does gutter cleaning, pressure washing and window cleaning. So he taught me a lot of the, a lot of that stuff. So I really appreciate that. You know, um, I mean, if anybody else wants to check it out, it, it's, it's good to get your foot in the door. And then you can go from there if you want to stay a single person or you want to yeah. branch out and learn from 
the other David, David Mormon. So you've really invested in training here, Ben. You did the one course. I know you did um, Bobby Walker's course, which you said mm -hmm. was was awesome. And now yeah. you're doing a, a program with with me. You, where does this like? pursuit of learning come from is that kind of just ingrained in you or like are you are you trying to like save time or learn from the expert or what causes you to jump in because I'll tell the listeners when we had our discovery call I remember it was a it was a short call and uh by the end you're like oh I just need to run this by my business partner and I think I went and got a coffee and checked my phone and you text me you're like yeah I'm in let's go send me the link I'm like wow this guy is uh this guy doesn't mess around so where does this appetite for like learning from a from someone further ahead of you come from um I I just know that I I don't know anything I come from that kind of background I don't know anything hmm. so if somebody else is doing it already I'm gonna invest into it I mean, I do my research. I listen to people's podcasts. I, I get a feel for them before I jump in, I guess. But if I think that you're, you're somebody that can, who's honest and really, um, I mean, humble and, and you, you've been there already, I'm just going to buy it. You know? Yeah. It's just yeah. how it is. It's like you don't, even, uh, you don't even think twice. You know, you hear some content, you vet them and then you just jump into the deep end. But I think you're not just consuming information. You know, you're, you're definitely on the upper echelon of like, give me the info, let me go just like crush it. You know, so much to the point where we had to build in some time in your schedule just to cool it and like take a little bit of time off from the business, right? Like is your, it sounds like your personality is like, give me the info and I will like run through a brick wall. And if I can't go through it, I'll go over it or I'll find a way around it. Like you're just like, you're all in. Yeah, all in. Um, it wasn't always like that when I was doing those e-com businesses and stuff. I was just trying to, I was trying everything. I wasn't committed to one thing. It wasn't until home service business. And then another buddy of mine told me about systems. And I'm like, okay, I'm all in this. It makes so much sense. Yeah. This is how you automate a business. The skills that you need makes sense. So, so tell us, where do you see your, your pressure washing business going for the long term? You know, what's the, the end goal? Do you want to just set this up and have it run where you've got a team in place? Do you see yourself selling it down the road? Cause you know, I know the listeners can't see you, but you're, you're a younger guy. You're, I think you're 28, 29 years old, mm -hmm, 29, 29. So you got a whole bunch of years ahead of you what what's kind of tell the listeners the big vision where this thing's going you know um if I, i'm not there yet so i can't really say but we are building it to sell that's because i've read the e-myth and all that you should build the business to sell but if it's the business that gives me that lifestyle that i like you know i'm just gonna keep it um and keep growing it mm -hmm. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. And uh, t tell the listeners how, how this year's been going for you so far. How, uh, how have things been? What kind of jobs are you getting? Uh, what tell some of the wins you've had uh, so far this year in 2021? Uh, in 2020, it was great, you know, making money, going out in the nightlife, enjoying everything. Um, 2021 got 
more serious about the business once I read more books on, I, I was listening to like Tommy Mello's podcast, oh. Josh Lonely podcast and all that. And uh, they talked about systems and I started reading those books. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it's crazy. Like last year, I, my biggest tickets were like $500. I was like, oh my gosh, we made $500 yeah. in a day. And now we're, we're doing like 800, 1,000, 3,000 in one day. I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is awesome, you know. Talk to us about that. So you used to have your mindset more limited where you're like, and five, I don't want to make light of it, 500 is a good amount of money, but it's almost like you just keep upping the ante and ratcheting it up. So what's changed in you where you're like 500 is awesome and now you told us on the call yesterday you guys did a you booked a three thousand dollar job and you guys did it in a in a day i think you said so talk to me how your mindset has changed uh in as far as like attracting these bigger ticket jobs what have you changed i've changed my mindset as in you know i was really undervaluing my time um also, when you charge higher, is the customers love it too? You know, they they actually see it is. I, I think I recently listened to a, another podcast from Josh Vladimir. He said that, uh, you know, you, or one of his guests said that the higher you charge, the more love you're giving to somebody. So that was a that was the mindset. You're giving them a whole different experience. So if I were to charge that three thousand dollar ticket for only a thousand. You know, his experience would have been different. I'm, I'm trying to give him that Louis Vuitton kind of experience, you know? Even if you buy like the same thing, like this, this blade, you know, you just bought it for $10, you wouldn't value it as much as if you were to buy it for 3000 Yep. Um, but as far as mindset, uh, you know, I'm a lot more confident in uh, charging higher now, you know? Um, not afraid to like, trying to downplay everything. I always thought people were more price conscious, but I found out that more people are caring more about like the, the, the emotion side of it and how you connect with them, you know? Totally. How, how did it share? You shared this on the call yesterday. I asked you in front of the group, how did it feel when you booked that $3,000 ticket is your biggest job ever um how how did it feel when they did they call you or email you like yeah let's go ahead talk talk me through the emotions with that because uh it's not a small amount of money yeah so uh i sent him like a long email you know with pictures and everything when i was there doing the in-person estimate we talked and you know uh he really liked me because i also worked in a company that he has friends with um so he's like yeah, you know, uh, send me the email. I sent the email. He's like, thank you so much for the detail. And he's like, let's, let's, let's go with it. I want the biggest package you have. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, we, were, we were really uh, ecstatic. Yeah. That, that's amazing. And, and so how have you shifted from your, like we've been working on your sales process a little bit. You know, you used to just, provide bids over email or, you know, call somebody. Now we've shifted into in-person quotes, you know, this, a good way to start a debate in the cleaning industry is either water fed pole versus traditional window clean. The second one is, do you do 
online quotes on Street View or do you do in person? Um, you know my stance on that, but how have you, what's been the differences you've experienced switching to more of an in-person sales approach? Oh, in-person, I just, you can point out so much more stuff to the customers and recommend it to them and they'll bite than if you were to, you know, do it, do it online where you're just quoting for what they, they want there and then. I always get, whenever I do uh, online estimates, I always get, when we give out the quote, we go do the job, they always come back to me saying, hey, I, I didn't know you guys do this other service. We really needed this as well, and this, and this, and this. Um, it saves you a lot of trip too, you know, if you do it in person. Um, so when I was doing it in person, I point stuff out to the customers and they really thank you for that. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, they're happy that you're building a connection with them as well. Mm -hmm. And your ticket just goes higher. 100% man, I don't understand, you know, some people are like, Oh, I have to make the long drive. I'm like, you know, we definitely want to have a good pre qualification mm -hmm. script like we work on in the program. But I think when you can get out there, you can convey the value better. You can have a needs recognition analysis where you're actually viewing different services that you would professionally recommend get done. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the number three, you get a higher ticket. Uh, it's easier to build rapport. You can have talking points. You can identify potential production issues if there's a third story in the back that you can't see from mm -hmm. Google Street View. Um, right. there, there's so many wins with the in-person that I think for those of you not doing it, like I think you're just kind of leaving money on the table. Um, and and Ben's kind of a walking like testament of that. Like I don't think you'll ever go back to quoting online uh i i don't think hey just uh just for small little projects and customers sure. who are really price conscious and you know I'll, I'll do it online but most most of them is going to be in person yeah yeah especially the roof cleaning a lot of surface cleaning for flat surface uh soft washing of homes you know little window gutter cleans yeah i could see that online sure but again you can sometimes turn up for those and end up selling a full house wash or a roof clean. It's uh, yeah. you don't really know till, till you're kind of there. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So talk to me, Ben, about coaching. You know, you've obviously invested uh, to work with me. I want to hear like, what was the deciding factor in going ahead and hiring a coach versus like, saving your money and uh you know figuring it out on your own what what shifted in your mindset where you're like okay i want to show this self-awareness and invest in a coach uh you know give me give me one second i, I wrote it down here <laughs> no no problem we got all the time in the world um so i wanted to learn from somebody who was already doing it doing it and also doing it right now so you are still doing it right now you know you're in the field so it's great that you're 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 current mm -hmm. you see everything and you're able to relate a lot more than say somebody who sold the business like 10 years ago yeah and now they're gonna teach it you know um i also wanted to just have a good mentor you know tell you exactly how it is mm -hmm. it is what it is you know mm -hmm. so, there's a, and th there's also a lot of roadblocks ahead. If, if I did it all myself, I think it would take like 10 years. Yeah. 
to really figure out a lot of things and so much headaches and oof, no. <laughs> how, how have you found the learning um, among the, the peers in the coaching group as well? Like, have you, have you found value in learning from other people on the call at a similar stage or maybe even further ahead than you are? Oh yeah. Yeah. This is like a gold mine mm-hmm. of a wealth of, it's all money here, you know, yeah. so everybody's just sharing uh, what's working for them. Uh, not just like the marketing side, but also like how you can do a job more efficiently, mm-hmm. um, how they're building certain units for their vans and trucks, what's working for them. And you just absorb all that and you implement it to your business. You know, yeah. it saves you a lot of time and money. So yeah, man. the dudes here are so helpful. Everybody in, in the group is just like, you attract certain type of people who are very helpful and humble at the same time. Yeah, it's pretty important. You know, I mean, we're, we're building out a culture here of, of students of mine that are, are humble and want to invest in themselves. And, and I also say no to certain people that I'm just like, you know, I don't think you're going to be a fit for the group, especially as we roll out, you know, in-person conferences down the road, like we talked about, I really want to keep the quality just so high of, of uh, entrepreneurs in our space that I want the learning just to be so good. You know, I come off our calls with oh, notes yeah. and takeaways and, you know, areas to improve, which is just what it's all about. Because if we can build our businesses in a shorter time span, because, uh, you know, I think you need to have the realization of just how important time is more infinitely important than money. And I find a lot of people in the contracting space don't actually fully think that through. And they think, you know, I don't want to part with money and I'll just figure it out myself. But I think that's actually a pretty short sighted way of viewing the business. And of course I'm biased. I'm a business coach, but I've had a coach. I still do have a coach. And so I think it's just a recognition in yourself that I I compared it to being at Disneyland, you know, you can wait in line at the ride, you'll get your turn to, to go on the ride, or you can pay some money and get the fast pass and go to the front of the line and, and get on the ride quicker. So I think you'll still get to the end goal. It just will take longer to do so. Yeah, exactly. It's a ROI on your time. You know? Totally. So let's shift a little bit, Ben, I, I, uh, as we kind of get into wrapping up, I want to hear um, what advice would you have to someone, you know, maybe um, getting into our industry? Like, you know, I want to hear kind of what's more been a struggle point for you that you tell someone, you know, it, it, it is not all sunshine and rainbows and lollipops and easy. Like, how has it been hard for you? Uh, jumping into the home service space as like you're doing this full time with your brother. What, what's been some of the hardships uh, getting this thing going? Um, staying organized, you know, uh, not just in the way you provide the service, but also like how you run the business as well. Um, if you're not organized, it's just gonna, there's a lot of chaos, you know, um, it wasn't until you introduced me with, all this uh, organizational stuff that uh, it made it oh, it made it less of a headache. Like if I were to like this year, we, we we're, we're doing a lot better. See, Google Calendar is telling me. Um, nice. um, this year we've been uh, 
we've been a lot more busier and I'm still getting headaches. Imagine if I didn't, if I wasn't organized, you know, there would just be so much more chaos, so much more unhappy customers. So that's, uh, let, let, let's dive a little deeper on that, Ben. Organized how so? Like on your Google Calendar, you're putting everything in there now versus like random oh. stuff. How? Talk us through that. So I'm, uh, I'm getting, the first time I did it, I wasn't very um, detailed about it. So now you know, I'm, I'm a lot more detailed. I put every little thing like, okay, I wake up at five in the morning, I cook. And then maybe I'll, um, I'll check email. And then around 6 a.m., I uh, get stuff ready for the, for the website and for the Facebook and all that. I do all my marketing stuff in, around that time. And then around 7 to 8, I call customers, uh, follow up with them for some estimates, get them approved. And then the rest of the day is mostly just us out in the field until we start delegating a lot of this stuff, which I'm really excited about. Hope I can get there uh, by this year. Mm -hmm. or maybe by the end of this year by next year we should have uh some crews going on um but, but yeah it's it's it just makes everything in there is so organized i put like detail long things you know yep uh, say exactly what you're gonna do and then do it so you're pretty much it sounds like you're going at your google calendar from a strategic planning standpoint and you're saying Hey, every day, every hour, I'm going to be blocking my time into different buckets. So most people just get up, turn on their phone and check their email and that dictates their day. You know, I'm driving here, I'm doing this, doing that, where you're coming at it. And this is a really good practice you have been, especially as you scale up your business is mm -hmm. having this strategic planning time to actually say, I'm getting up. This is Facebook ad time for this hour then I'm doing my social posts, then I call customers. Like it sounds very like robotic maybe to somebody listening, but your output come the weekend will be tremendously more with this programmed oh, yeah. approach, you know, and yeah. even so much as I know you're into eating healthy and the gym too, right? Like programming in your, your workouts. Like yeah. after this call, I know I have a 35 minute workout and I'm just like, there's yeah. no way around that. You feel like it or don't feel like it. I don't care. It's in the schedule and it's beeping. Right. It's, it's systematizing your day. So pretty much. Um, I forgot what I was going to say, but I'll go come back. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it. So you've picked up organizing. Can you also talk about um, some financial organization too? Like I know you're adopting uh, the profit first bank accounts. You're updating uh you know i know chi is more of the numbers guy in your business but you guys are updating your numbers dashboard how has um how have you brought organization to like the financial side of the business as well so um i'm starting to look at the numbers a lot more now too so i'll be a numbers guy as well nice it's uh, it's it makes no sense that i don't look at the numbers you know i'm just being lazy <laughs> Um, but uh, we're looking more into the numbers and we're updating the dashboard, trying to update it every day. Uh, sometimes we come home from work and we're just tired and we're just like, ah, let's, uh, let's knock out for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, what my brother did was he started making his own little personal uh, Google Sheets as well. 
to update us as well with like little graphs and charts, like KPIs and stuff, and then transfer it all into the, uh, the, 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 what was it? Numbers dashboard. Numbers dashboard. Yeah. 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 yeah so it's the numbers dashboard is really, really amazing. Um, I think I was reading the E-Myth Mastery and I saw the exact same thing from there. Yeah. The number dashboard. I was like, man, this guy really implemented everything in there. Yeah, it's uh, those people who know me. It's my uh, my favorite business book. I read read the E Myth every year. So I'd uh, I'd love to meet uh, Michael Gerber one day and been trying to twist his arm to get him on my show. But I think I have to keep <laughs> growing our audience a little bit to bring in the big dog. But uh, yeah, no, been been monumental in in shifting. You know, for it's the first piece of advice I have for anybody is like is read the e-myth and really get clear on when you're doing technician work, when you're doing managerial work, and when you're living in entrepreneurial mode in the future, working on the business. And you got to be really clear that each of those roles has a different hourly attribution, uh, or sorry, hourly rate attributed to each role. And you got to be pretty clear uh what what that is and you really got to know the numbers of your business otherwise you're just if you're not organized financially you're just scaling up chaos you know a a five million dollar business is not very impressive to me unless it's like highly systematized and profitable that's where it's like exciting you know it's not all about what the top line revenue says if if you're not organized yeah that number dashboard is amazing um, I'm just trying to get used to it more. And once I really do get used to it completely, master it, yeah, it's going to be a game changer. Um, uh, speaking of organization, uh, I, it came back to me. Um, I wasn't very organized before. Even when I was in your coaching, I didn't take the Google Calendar and all that seriously. Mm-hmm. And I started forgetting a lot of things. Um, I also, I was doing one thing. And then I was doing three other things mm-hmm. and nothing gets done. And I just thought of it like every week you have like a set amount of coins you can put into each jar. Mm-hmm. Now you're just putting like maybe like a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. Instead, you can just go all in on this one at this time, this one at this time. And it eventually fills up correctly. Mm-hmm. And you, you're actually getting a lot of success from it. You know? Yeah, man, it's a, I'm, I'm borderline obsessive on my time. You know, I've, I've learned this last few weeks, you have a thousand minutes every single day that you can choose to spend in your different buckets and you can still sleep seven hours and 20 minutes. Uh, So if you want an eight hour sleep, you actually have 960 minutes. So, but it's a, it's amazing to know every minute of the day where you are not necessarily spending your time, but where you're actually investing your time. You know, if you're going to stay cleaning in your own business for 10 years, you're very much spending your time on site, you know, which, which is fine. Some people choose to do that. But if you're going to actually be investing your time in the numbers dashboard, in getting organized, in quoting in person, all these things on your business that's what's really going to move the needle forward. And that's why you see some guys jump in their business growth and do like a hundred grand, then they do 300, then 700, then like they just jump to this next node versus doing like 80,000, then 86 and then 92. And you like grow so such a dinky amount versus other people who really leverage their time. You see this like 
exponential growth is uh, is kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So tell us, tell us, Ben, too, as we wrap up, like, what does it take to be successful in this space? The success you found, I want you to talk about just sheer, like, grit and hard work, because I think your story is one where you are putting in the hours, you're putting in the work, and like, this is your, you told me initially when we started working together, this is like your big rock in life for the next however many years you, it's like burn the ships, like this thing needs to work or, or you're going to be like, there's no way you're going to let it fail. So talk to me just about sheer determination and hard work and how important that is. If you're going to run your own business. Um, You got to be all in. You got to go all in on it. Um, I've, uh, before this, before all the system stuff, I was still also dabbling with like all these uh, internet marketing businesses, but I was like, screw it. I shut them all down. I'm just going to go all in, put all my focus, all my time into learning well, the home service industry. And it takes a lot of work. It's, it's hard, you know, it's, and uh, I, I love it because I can I'm starting to understand that the skills that I'm learning in this business is so hard that you have to master them all that when you try to do other businesses in the future, you know, you have like a set foundation to be successful mm-hmm. in anything you do. So, so you're viewing the skills you're getting through this experience as a springboard into other opportunities in business, whether that's starting a new business, real estate endeavors, stocks, whatever other forms of wealth building you get up to, you're seeing these as very transferable. Yes. Very, very. It's like, it's, you learn organization, you learn numbers, you learn marketing, Mm -hmm. learn everything, everything it is to really take a business to, uh, zero to whatever you want it to be. Did you go to, um, just curious, uh, did you off kind of off topic? Did you go to, um, uh, college or university, uh, to any degree or what, what, what did for business? Or are you just learning this all as you go? Uh, I did go to college, uh, for accounting. So I, I graduated with accounting, but seriously, when I was there, I didn't really pay attention much. I don't know how I passed it all. <laughs> But I, I did, you know, circle some bubbles and yeah. At that time, I did understand the stuff I was studying, but over time, as I got into more entrepreneurial stuff, uh, I didn't really think about numbers in that sense anymore. I was just thinking about like, hey, you make this much money, go to Bali, go to somewhere, you know. Um, so you you learned about assets and equity and liability and debits and credits and whatever else is in accounting. I know th- those were a struggle class for me back in the day, but uh, it, I just found it so dry. But now I'm like, yeah, I love the numbers now. I'm like, man, the, the finances, how a business works, how it makes money. That's what really fascinates me now. So I'm relearning a lot of that stuff. And I wish if I could go back in time, I'd tell my my younger self, like, Hey, actually pay attention to this stuff, man. It's, it's really, yeah. really useful. Totally. So, um, well, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap up, Ben. I want to, um, 
kind of hear from you twofold. First of all, um, for somebody listening, say they're, they're newer to the business, they're, they're learning as much as they can on YouTube, on Facebook groups, uh, on podcasts. How can someone say reach out to you if they're, if they're looking, they're like, man, Ben sounds like a cool guy. Uh, he's younger. I want to kind of connect with him. What would be the best way to to connect with you? And also, how can we support uh, your business, Full Color Cleaners? Uh, you can like, uh, uh, you can always contact me through my website, fullcolorcleaners.com. dot com, um, or it has my email on there. And uh, you can also like my Facebook page. Message me on there. I'll message back like right away. Um, uh, other than that, like like my social media, you know, it'll, it'll yeah. really help my uh, my stuff. Uh, other than that, you can also reach out to me. I I would love to uh, connect with other people in the industry as well, and maybe we can link up each other's websites and really help with our SEO and stuff too. You know? Yeah, good good idea. You're. Uh... I know you, you love to connect with, with people. I know you're getting in uh, to the Christmas light game uh, as well. So you're, you're always uh, moving and shaking and up to something. So for those of you listening, uh, I'll link up Ben's uh, info in the show notes and also um, a link to uh, his company Facebook page so you can follow along. And uh, he's quite active on there showcasing uh, his, his great work and also uh, the Google reviews that uh, him and his brother and the team are just... Uh, racking up one after the next so i'll uh, i'll link all that up um but yeah ben i wanted to uh to leave with your last piece of advice for the listeners um anything any uh last piece of wisdom you want to leave them with we've got listeners in a bunch of different countries in the home service space so uh i'll, I'll give you the floor to uh to take us to the end zone here uh, i always like this one it's just like change your uh just to to really succeed in business you really have to change your mindset you have to walk and talk and be the business owner that you want to be right totally speaking the language of the person you want to become mm -hmm. yeah man that's uh that's a mic drop right there well we'll we'll leave it there for now um <clears throat> wanted to say uh thanks ben for for your time uh, you're, you're such a fun, uh, joy for me to, to coach. You make me look really good when I'm just helping point you in the right direction, but you're just knocking down the dominoes, uh, every day. So it's been, uh, fun working with you and I'm excited that you joined the inner circle as well to, um, keep working on your growth. Cause I feel like between, uh, the two of us, we're, we're not going to let this thing, uh, uh, fail. And in fact, we're going to continue to make it thrive even more than it is. So I'm, um, I think still your, your best is yet to come a hundred percent from my perspective. Yes. 100% all in. Thanks, Ben. We'll, uh, we'll catch up with you soon. All right. Thank you, David. Bye-bye. Okay. So there you have it. I sure hope that you enjoyed this episode with Ben. I hope there was some good learning in there for you. And I really hope that I can connect with you at some point. Uh, if you are finding value in this episode and you happen to be listening on iTunes, I would love it if you could throw me a five-star review. 
It helps tell the podcast world that there's value in these episodes and that you're liking listening to them. Uh, I do do this show for free. And so if you can show me some support with a five-star review would be incredible. And my second call to action is if you are looking to get connected with me, uh, don't be shy. Send me over an email. Maybe you've been watching my content. I get emails every week from someone saying, hey, been watching your stuff for a few months now. I uh, would love to chat about fill in the blank in my business. Can you help me with this? So uh, fire me over an email, guys. Really simple. Homeservicebusinesscoach at gmail.com. No periods, no underscores, nothing. Just really simple. Homeservicebusinesscoach at gmail.com. That's a direct line to me, uh, not my team, no assistance. That's going to get me on the line uh, to help answer any questions or get connected with you. So uh, would love to connect with you there on email. Would love to see a five-star review and very much appreciate you listening, you following along, and hopefully I'm bringing you some value that you can take some practical advice from these episodes and put them right into your business. So thanks so much for watching. We'll hope to see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.